everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Tension. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia. And you know, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. What else is your name? Oh, Master John. Oh, Master John. Yeah. At least it's not Mr. John this time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, no, we're so excited. It was so fun. So, John, I've got a really cool email. We're getting lots of emails. I'm happy. Yeah. excited. Yeah. So, this email is podcast asking for fannies. Fantasies. Fannies. (laughs) That's the title. Like panties, as in fanties. (laughs) We just make shit up now. Totally. We've been doing that for, you know, how long we did? Long time. Two years? Yeah, long time. (laughs) All right, so Recora writes... Hello, Mistress Mia and Master John. I love the podcast and hearing how much you laugh and and have fun. You both have never failed to bring a smile to my face, so thank you. I was listening to a recent podcast episode and heard you were after some fantasies and kinks from your listeners and thought you may like this ongoing thing with my partner and I. I've always had a fantasy of being kidnapped and being strapped to some kind of penis milking machine, but never thought it would be possible to role play for us. However, recently my partner wanted me to get some kind of sex toy, so we ended up getting an automatic flashlight, which works great. So I decided to ask if my partner would be up for doing the role play. I explained it all to her and she just replied, oh yeah, that's hot as fuck. You'll be my little cum cow. (laughs) Right? Now I've never thought about it that way before, but when she called me that, it hit me real hard. And she noticed it. So with a massive grin, she just said, oh, you are so fucked. She had me write down the entire role play as I wanted, then added her own things that I'm not allowed to know. She then proceeded to go online and buy a feminine cow outfit with horns and bells. And when they arrived, she blindfolded me and dressed me in them to see if they fit without showing me until the day. She also went looking for a cow tail butt plug. I don't really like anal plugs, but in her words, I'm being kidnapped. So... What I want don't matter. Luckily, she didn't find one. Hmm. I'm sure she found something. She got to find something, right? She's going to stick something in that butt. Now, we haven't done the role play yet, but if everything goes as planned, it'll be happening next week. So I'm getting really excited but nervous. Hope you enjoyed hearing this. And again, thank you for the amazing podcast. Hope you have an awesome day, DJ. Well, now you know. There's only one thing that we can do. Mm-hmm. It's it's mandatory at this point. Oh, absolutely. We have to find a cow tail butt plug and send it to her. Fuck yeah. And we make her take pictures and send it to us. Agreed. Oh. Poor, Agreed. Poor little Hugh cow. Who cow? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool, though. We did an episode on Hugh cows before. We did, and I think we need to do another one. It's been a long time recap. before I was on. Yeah. I remember listening to it before I was on. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh cows. Yeah. Moo. <laughs> start building our menagerie, our, our stable of animals. Okay. So, interesting <laughs> enough. 
interesting enough, here's a cow tail butt plug. You found one. I did. On Amazon, surprisingly, it's a BDSM dildo tail cow anal plug. Who cow? Okay. Well, when we post this episode, you need to post a picture of that. I certainly do. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and save that to your phone. <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, that's great. That is so great. So, tonight, we're going to talk about... Uh, beginner's Guide to Sensation Play. Right, because both of us are sensualists. We very much so. And sensa- sensationalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been told we're somewhat of a sensationalist podcast. But yeah, we are. To the haters, fuck you. <laughs> to the haters, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you. I appreciate You want to be a showman, don't you? I am a showman. Exactly. I show my cock all the time. (laughs) Okay. I'm the greatest showman ever. Yeah, I almost choked on my cocoa for that. You you know, they did a musical about me, The Greatest Showman. I bet they did. Hugh Jackman played me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, believe it or not, I was watching that last night. (laughs) He's a great little. They're going to make a movie. I'm telling you, they're going to make a movie about this one day. Okay. It's going to happen. It's going to be a porn. <laughs> Either a porn <laughs> or, or a murder mystery. <laughs> oh God! Don't say that. Oh. Someone's going to come and kill us. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to be infamous. <laughs> one oh, way or another. Jeez. Okay. Okay. Beginner's guide to sensation play. On Mashable.com. We haven't gone to Mashable before. Oh, no, we haven't. Okay. If you can still get kinky, even if pain isn't your thing. Hmm. What do you think? You can still get kinky even if pain is your thing. I agree. Pain's a sensation. Absolutely. We talk about that all the time. Yes. I can do things in the dungeon. I can... I can take you somewhere through pain. But I can get... A lot of times I can get you to the same place without the pain. Just a different, just get there a different way. Because once you get those chemicals released in your brain, mm-hmm. it's on like Donkey Kong now. It is. Oh, look at that. Yeah. my slang lingos. Yeah. <laughs> because to me, it's, it's more mental. It's more mental than it's even about the pain. It know? is. When you, when you start flogging and you're warming people up, it releases endorphins, which are the pain blocking chemicals yeah <clears throat> you start releasing those and you as you watch somebody get warmed up you start seeing their pain tolerance go up yeah until you can hit you can hit them as hard as you want and they don't even flinch anymore they stop reacting because their body has been conditioned to accept what you're doing to it I can do the same thing with fire I can do the same thing with electricity I can do the same thing with touch you know you can touch somebody and it can become overwhelming Absolutely. just as much tickling so there's so lots of ways to do it absolutely when you think of kink and BDSM what do you imagine we're guessing dark dungeons paddles crops black leather and pain play those all sound really good to me yeah they do they forgot latex uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> scenes of spanking and paddling tend to come to mind but this perception is rather limiting. It doesn't take the whole breadth of kink activities into consideration. We talk about that all the time. Kink yeah. is kink. You know, BDSM is whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to put cuffs on and be chained to a cross and hit with a whip. It Very doesn't, true. It doesn't have to be that. Very true. You can put needles through people's nipples. You can... 
You can. <laughs> well, guess what? For those who aren't into pain play, kink is still accessible. This is where the glorious art of sensory play comes into play. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Kink is all about playing with power dynamics. At its core, it is when a submissive partner enthusiastically gives power to the dominant partner. Okay. Yeah. We do talk about um, submission, submission and dominance. That is part of the B and D mm-hmm. or S and M. I I can't spell S and M. It's all good. But S and M also stands for sadomasochism. It does. You don't necessarily have to be a dominant or a submissive. My partner and I, we don't submit to each other. But we are very much into pain play. We're very much into edge play. We just don't submit to each other. It's more of a primal power exchange. We fight for dominance at that moment. But nobody's really submitting. Nobody's being forced to lick the floor or being told they're stupid and ugly and they're a stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get my one of you in one verbal humiliation. I would get my balls ripped off if I said that shit to her. Yeah, yes, yeah, I agree. And I'd hold you down for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Exactly. But that doesn't mean we're not doing BDSM. Absolutely. We are 100% doing... We, we do some pretty intense things that we really don't... This is, we do a lot of things that we don't talk about. Yeah. Sometimes even to each other for a while. I'm sure. Yeah, because it takes a lot to process some of the things that we do. Yeah. And it's fun, but that doesn't mean that it's not BDSM just because nobody's submitting. Very true. All right. What is sensory play? Sensory play is play that engages the senses. So we've talked a lot about sensory deprivation, which is, I think, is a key component. So you take away their sight, blindfold them. They can't see what's happening. Now, your, their sense of touch is heightened. heightened so when yeah. you touch them, it's it's a lot more intense, especially when they don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know, when people come into the dungeon, their first words are, well, you're not going to leave marks, right? You're not going to, like, beat the shit out of me, right? And I'm like, come on now. It doesn't work like that. You know, that's for someone who wants it, who's more experienced, who is a, a submissive to the point where they enjoy extreme impact play. Versus somebody for a first time, you know, we do light bondage, and that's why I tell everyone, light bondage, light impact, you know, see what they enjoy. And the sensory deprivation is a really big thing because when you're blindfolding somebody, just like you said, the intensity of not knowing what's happening, it can be extremely intense. I mean, I've, I've had people pass out, you know, just shake uncontrollably, you know, and then it's like, wow, you know, and you take them to a different level. Right. And I think maybe I haven't read through the article because we usually like to. Yeah, to define through. our own stuff. Yeah. But, you know, we have five senses. So maybe we go through and talk about each sense. So for me, we're talking about sensory deprivation with sight. Yes. So a lot of times, things that I do, I want my partner to see what's happening. I don't want to take their sight away. Their sight is the is the sense that I'm playing with. Yeah. So with fire play, I want them to see the flames. I want them to see the flames touch their skin. I want to, them to watch me put the flames on my skin. I want them to see me eat the fire. I want them to see me breathe the fire. That's part of the play. That's part of the excitement. So for me, sight is a big thing. 
And I think a lot of people, especially beginners, well, I've never done BDSM. There's so many people that have used sight mm-hmm. even, without even realizing it. So just, just imagine you're having a nice romantic evening with your partner and you're trying to set the mood. You play music, so now you're using your, your hearing. You light candles, so now you're using your sight. Mm-hmm. You have incense, now you're using your sense of smell. Those are all things that we do and we don't even realize that we're, that's, that's what's happening. Sex, <clears throat> sex is more than just putting a penis in the vagina. Oh yeah. So people do these things and they don't even realize they're doing the same things that we're doing, they're just doing it in a different way. Very so true. for me, sight is a big thing. I don't like to be blindfolded. When I'm being flogged, when I, whatever's happening to me, I don't like to be blindfolded. I like to see. I want to see my partner. I want, you know, my partner's gorgeous. I want to see her. Oh, absolutely. That's part of that's part of the experience for me. A lot of people do like to be blindfolded because that hides the rest of their sentences. But <clears throat> we always pick appropriate music. I like them to see what's going on. Sometimes I'll use the incense, like I said. We have the touch. Um, and then taste. A lot of people will have strawberries and whipped cream and chocolate, things like that. So <clears throat> I think I think it's amazing how much people do that they don't even realize that they're doing. Now, one thing you really didn't say is, you know, loss of hearing. We didn't, yeah, we didn't talk about sense deprivation of yeah, hearing, but we haven't talked about the music. That yeah. Yeah. So we, we're engaging all five senses now. You know, how about when we put someone in the back bed and we put the earplugs in? Oh, yeah. And then the vacuum's going. They can't hear a fucking thing. They can't bed. hear anything. They can't see anything. Yeah. They can't smell anything. They can't taste anything. Yeah. The only thing they have left is touch. Yeah. And it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy shit. It's, it is crazy shit. We do some crazy shit, <laughs> We do John. some awesome stuff. <laughs> We really do. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I know I went through all five senses, but really I wanted to focus on sight because mm-hmm. you have candles, you have flames, you have lights. You know, we go to parties, we have we have lights. Yeah. We have all kinds of stuff. We set that mood. Yeah. But you take that sense away, and now that, you know, honestly, sight is probably one of our stronger senses, and we feel a little bit helpless without it. Mm-hmm. So when you take that away, it, now you're starting to fuck with somebody's mind because they can't Definitely. see. So you love oh, I do blindfolding that. people. Love it. So what is it about blindfolding that you think? Well, one, I have the complete control of it. You know, you know, I get different like cocky people that come in there and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I I can do this, I can do this. And once you blindfold them, they're like, ah, oh, I can't see anything. Yeah, the anxiety goes up. It really does, and it just kind of intensifies the whole scene, and they don't know what's happening. And then it's like, uh, uh what am I going to do? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, you know, you just need to relax. And you know, it's hard for them to you know, have trust with me because, again, they really don't know me sometimes. Right. It's their first time. They have no idea you know? what's coming next. And you go into a big, scary red room <laughs> and you can't fucking see and it's kind of like, uh... And all they're thinking is, I'm about to get hit out of nowhere. Yes, and, and that's why I've had them pass out. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they get touched out of nowhere. They do. And, you know, we've got we've got the cool clubs... You know, they, with the vampire gloves. Yeah. And we've got, 
you know, we even use feathers and we use this really cool thing that has a roller on it. Yeah. You know, then we use the Wartenberg wheel and, you know, so many different things, but it's, it's light erotic touching. And then it puts a lot them of times in just put your hand on the back. You yeah. You them for a little bit. You see them get there. Absolutely. Put your hand on the back and that just sends a chill up your spine. Yeah. It's great. Absolutely. God, we're so talented. We're at what we do. God, we got to stop telling all of our secrets. <laughs> do a reach around and be like, hey, buddy. <laughs> right? All right. So, um, how sensory play can be enjoyed without pain. So, let's break down where sensory play and pain play intersect. So, pain play is sensory play because you're experiencing the pain through tactile sensation. You like the word tactile, don't you, John? Tactile. Yeah. But not all sensory play is pain play. So you can think of sensory play as the big umbrella term Mm -hmm. with pain play as a subset. People can enjoy both general sensory play and pain play, or they can prefer one or the other. Sensory play goes beyond the tactile and branches off into five senses. Look at that. See? You talk about the five sentences. The five sentences. (laughs) The senses. So... Oh, this is funny. I love when people say, don't yuck anyone's yum. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's our good old Mama Peach. <laughs> <laughs> so you can enjoy pain-free sensory play with things like massaging, mm-hmm. tickling. I love to tickle. Feeding each other fruit, blindfolding, erotic music, etc. They all play a part into a large, more sensory experience. You know, one time I almost fed someone chocolate and he's like, I'm allergic. (laughs) And I said, I asked you at the very beginning, are you allergic to anything? He's like, well, I didn't think you were going to feed me chocolate. And I said, well, well, if you ask the question, answer it. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, if she's asking the question, something's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever asked anybody about anything before. Right. I need to start doing that. Right. But, you know. There's lots of ways to play with this. You can get an ice cube. Yes, ice is great. Play with ice and then get something warm and put it on them. Yeah. And go back and forth with that. There's yeah. so many. Like you said, the Wardenberg wheel. I like to put electricity on the Wardenberg wheel. Oh, I'm sure you do. Wow. That's We've a whole, seen that shit. Yeah, it's a whole different sensation. <laughs> but it feels good. Yes. Until you turn that bitch up. Yeah. Once you turn it up, it doesn't feel good anymore. Oh, yeah. So. I'm ready for another torture Thursday. I don't know about you. Well. <clears throat> We gotta get somebody in here who wants to be tortured. We gotta get a yeah. We got somebody local. Come on now, they gotta volunteer for this shit. <laughs> but here it talks about again um, the power play and having control over things. And like I said, I like to control, so I like to control the scene like that. You know. Yeah. So I have a question, and this one's a little. It just came to me. I've never thought of it before. Okay. We know how to take away sight. Yeah. We know how to take away hearing. Yeah. We take away taste by not giving them anything to eat. Yeah. We take away um, brain fart. What? We have what? Touch. Touch. And, mm-hmm. and um, sight, smell. Smell. Yeah. Yeah, we can take away smell. Yeah. Other nose. Yeah. How cool would it be to take away somebody's touch? Mm. Don't yeah. even touch them the entire time. That would be... Blindfold them. Pretty intense. Don't, don't fucking touch them. 
Just, <laughs> just mind fuck the shit out of them. <laughs> just, you know, have sound effects in the background. The clicking of the winch. Click, click, click. And telling them what you're about to do. <laughs> Setting up the scene like, oh yeah, I'm getting this table ready. We're going to lay down on this table. <laughs> Got my knives. And then mm-hmm. make the sound of you sharpening the knives. Wow. I haven't used the knife thing yet, but you know, one of our friends. That would be that would be intense. Yeah. That, you know, that would take some skill to get somebody yeah. without touching them. One of our friends used to like, you know, use the paddle or something to make a noise and scare somebody with it. You know, she hit something. Yeah. yeah. I'll no take clue. the whips in there sometimes yeah. and I'll crack exactly. that whip and they'll be like, oh God, oh God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you little bitch. <laughs> You're hoping that John is like a good aim with things. <laughs> yeah. I miss on purpose, but sometimes maybe not. I might, maybe not. I might accidentally hit you mm-hmm. right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is sensory play enjoyed, John? I don't know. How is it enjoyed? Well, the way your sensory play scene is played out, it's going to depend entirely on the activities that you and your partner want to try. What feels good for you? And your boundaries. Here again, boundaries and negotiations, John. What? Yep. No. <laughs> when you come in the dungeon, you only do what I want. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> this is my house and my sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> your sandbox. Wow. Yeah. You're so crazy. Yeah. Okay. So they give us a list of things that we can do, but we've already said all these things. Yeah. Blindfold, licking whipped cream off, bondage, feather, see, literally everything. Everything, damn. Temperature play, putting a hood on to block at light, massage. Well, we didn't talk about playing with edging. We didn't We didn't talk about that. But we talked, you know, Monday about that, about edge play and bringing post-orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times, I know I talk to people and I'll say edge play. And that means different things to different people. So here, edging, they're talking, when they say edging, yeah, you bring them to the brink of orgasm and then you stop. To me, edge play would be breath play and fire play mm-hmm. and knife play. But to someone else I've talked to, edge play strictly means knife play because they think of the edge of a knife. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, they're talking about edging here. We, yeah. We, we've talked about that before. Yeah, and I've done that. <laughs> Thousands of times, honestly, with someone. And it's fun. <laughs> I did that with somebody and they went fucking insane. I I do remember that. <laughs> For two weeks. <laughs> yes, I remember that. And I was and like, when, John, please when I made take her come, that. She cried for 30 minutes. God bless. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was fun. Yeah. That's a mind fuck. Yes, it, it is. is a mind fuck. Yes. So it's important to note that play such as spanking and paddling can still be done in a pain-free way. It says, you know, they can't emphasize enough about it. You really do uh, do not need to beat the shit out of your partner for an enhanced sexual experience. Well, it's That's, wallop. Yeah. I don't like the word wallop, though. Good old wallop. <laughs> so if you're brand new to this play... This person who actually wrote this article suggests to use a storyline for the scene. It could look something like this. Putting on a good playlist, giving your partner a massage, 
When done and relax, blindfold your partner and trail a feather across their body. Feed them fruit or chocolate and maybe run a vibrator around over their body, having them tell you which spot feels the best. When you're done with your sensory tools, you can scoop up your partner and hold them to you slowly, bringing them back to reality. Hmm. So, you know, when I did my first interview a couple years ago, I, I said... I'd always been doing these things. I just didn't realize they were BDSM. And he's lumping this, what he just said, in as BDSM, which it is. But to me, that was just a romantic night at home. (laughs) That was romantic. (laughs) Clearly. So BDSM, I guess, was just me being romantic. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, we're going to do some shit to you tonight. It's going to be great. And we're going to connect. And it's going to be lovely. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like... No, that's BDSM, and you're fucking wacko. Right. Like, well, I guess I'm wacko then. Let's go. Let's go be romantic. Right. <laughs> you were a dom all along, and I've got no some idea. fire and some whips, and it's gonna be romantic. <laughs> but no, you you know, like I said, you set candles and you give them a massage and you run a feather down their back. That yeah. is romantic. Yeah. And a lot of people would agree with that. Agreed. So. Absolutely. Look at us. I we're know. the sane ones. Oh, no. No. We're just pulling them. <laughs> we just do shit and call it BDSM so we can get away with it. <laughs> so, you know, it really just goes back to when you're new to, to any type of play. Trying it on your own could be a very good way to figure out what you like. So, you know. I like you- a lot of masturbation. Can fine-tune our intimate tools. See? That's why I beat off. And because I'm home alone. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I think that's really something to say to people is that, you know, I've met a lot of women. I've known, you know, good friends have been very good friends of mine, and they've talked about really never experiencing orgasm. You know, it's crazy. It's so sad to me. You know, and it's like men in their life have really been subpar to say the least you know like they haven't done all that they should be doing and therefore you know they don't know what good sex is all about so when I mention BDSM they look at me like I'm a fucking lunatic well you know nobody talks about sex Mm -mm. so nobody teaches a girl that sex is okay it's okay to enjoy sex in society a lot of times sex is taboo and you do it because to keep your husband happy It's your job to have sex with your husband. Yeah. So they never learn to enjoy it. And then men never learn how, because nobody talks to them about sex either. True. This is how you do this. This is how you become a good lover. This is how. So they never learn how to enjoy sex beyond the orgasm. Yeah. So, yeah. If we never take the time to learn what we're doing... How is it? How is an artist ever going to become an artist if they never practice and learn how to do it? That's right. How is a musician ever going to be a musician if they don't learn how to read music? Yeah. If you don't take time to listen, there's this newfangled thing that mm-hmm. just came out. It's amazing. It's called the internet. Amazing, right? Right. <laughs> you can type so things many in, things. and it will tell you all kinds of ways to do that thing. Yeah. Fucking do some research. <laughs> Look it up. Read a book. Listen to our podcast. Do something. And you know what's interesting, too, is men can be very simple. 
you know, simple, basic things, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's something that, you know, women sometimes want more elaborate things that so they think in their mind, you know. But in truth, you know, if you're drawing your partner a bath and you're doing things like giving them a nice massage and you know, lighting candles or incense, you know, doing these simple things. And then, you know, what's wrong with exploring your person's body, you know? Exactly. Exactly. God, John, we're so smart. So what what I found from a lot of women is they've never had anybody that actually touched them. Yeah. That ever actually caressed them. Yeah. It's always been, I'm a sexual object and then that's done. And when, you come in and you actually give a shit about what's happening. You don't have to be a great lover. You just have to be present. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Learn to be present. Yeah. Enjoy. Care about your partner's pleasure. That's it. That's it. You don't have to be great. You don't have to have the biggest dick. You don't have to have, to have the best tongue skills. Well, I don't know about that. And I hell. Mean- <laughs> But when you don't got a big dick, you join, got tongue scales. But when you're enjoying your partner, those things will happen on their own. They'll become natural. You know, I don't know. I've always enjoyed so making got, my partner happy. I've got two quotes, John. Here you go. Your body is a wonderland. That's number one, John Mayer. <laughs> Please don't say your body is a temple because I desecrate temples all the time. No, no. <laughs> The other one is, all you need is two magic fingers. <laughs> and if you're doing it right, a pinky. So you got your two fingers, pull the ring finger down, and then you got the pinky. Yeah. One in the Rudy. <laughs> two in the Rudy, one in the Tootie. <laughs> God. I thought it was pink and stink, but yeah, whatever. Right. And then you got your little thumb to rub the clit at the same time. It looks like a little, I don't know what that looks like, but... See, God was clever in creating that hand for us. Yeah, he was. He knew what he was doing. (laughs) Sex toys. You got two of them right there. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You ready? Sure. All right. Thanks for listening to our bullshit today. (laughs) And until next time, make all of your Edward penis hand fantasies become realities. (laughs) 